know, right? God, I hate that voice so much. It's, I'll have to... it's unsettling. See, what gets me is I can't cut it out now because it'll just be me ranting about an invisible voice that I ha- that I cut out, but like no one else hears it, so I seem insane then. I have <laughs> I have to leave head. I have to leave it in the review, otherwise people are gonna think I'm insane. <laughs> Welcome back to something special, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs, dogs, broads, wolves, whatever. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, welcome back to a very special episode of Should Have Gone for the Head. You're thinking to yourself, this is weird. We don't we don't ever get two episodes in one week unless Jack fucks up and forgets to upload the episode, which I never do, I swear. I never I never forget <laughs> that. that no, you're lying. You're making that up. I never It's never sounds, happened. Never. Never. Are we consistent on the day we upload? Sometimes, mostly, not really. There's you need to get in the same time frame. Yeah, it's there's, there's like a there's like a three day window there. It's either like if we're really good, it was like Fridays. Sometimes it's Saturdays. Sometimes it's a Sunday. If it's a Sunday though, you know it's going to be a good one. If it's if it's coming on a Sunday, then it's a good one. Sundays yeah. are good episodes. But you're thinking to yourself, well, we already got an episode this Sunday. How is there another episode this close? Oh. It's not even a new episode of Loki for them to talk about and break down and suck off or whatever. <laughs> how, how are we getting another episode? Well, then, ladies and gentlemen, we are here for a review. We are here for a critical analysis of the themes, the ideas, the cinematography, the storytelling of Marvel's beautiful, unstoppable Fast and Furious 9. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a story, <laughs> story about family. It's the familiar. You travel the world with the world's greatest actor. In many ways, he is the best female actor of our time, Vin Diesel. It's it's just a lovable family story about these people who just happen to be in weird circumstances and have to save the world in many ways. It, it's it's weird how that 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 has happened. It's, that seems to be happening a lot in today's movies. You know, dysfunctional family having to 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 kind of get together to save the world. Um, <laughs> no, but Rihanna, what are we actually here to review? What are we? We're so yeah. In, in case people have been, you know, living under a rock and such. Uh, so this week was the release of Black Widow. We got it. It finally released, guys, and it, it got a, it got a theatrical I... release. And I believe since uh, is it since Friday? It's been you've been able to get it on Premier Access um, on Disney Plus as well. So. You know, it blows my mind that we actually got to see this movie. I assume, yeah. like, I even assumed when I was buying the tickets that morning, I'm like, there's still a good six hours between me buying the tickets that morning and the seven o'clock showing we were going to. They could still push the movie back another six months in those in those few hours. In those few hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's such a history of it. They might push the movie back before I get to see it. I'm ha- I'm in the theater get- with my popcorn, and the- someone comes over the thing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are sorry to inform you that Black Widow <laughs> has been postponed for another six to twelve months. Please, pers- uh, we are going to play Hotel Transylvania two for you. Please enjoy. Sorry, oh, but God. Be- but no, we actually got to see it. I saw I've seen it twice already. That's Yeah, you you got to see it day one. I'd wait a couple of days before I had the chance, but um To be fair, you and I were gonna go day one and then there was like some scheduling conflicts and like you had yeah. other stuff. So like the uh my girlfriend who was like, Oh yeah, you seem kind of disappointed. Do you wanna go with me instead? I was like I guess if I can't take my, I guess if I can't take my podcast co-host, I guess I'll have to take my girlfriend instead. Oh. 
no nah, we had a wonderful oh. time and then you and i saw it again friday so like mm, on mm. both i've seen it twice now once once mostly sober okay. once not so much no I, I was completely sober the first time but um yeah critical analysis time we're gonna break it down it's weird because it's you, there's not an awful lot of speculating we have to do with this one with like any of the other shows yeah. we talk about we're just like hey i wonder what's gonna happen in the next one and like i wonder if this leads into this blah 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 but, but this it's contained it's self-contained so i guess even like story and shit maybe we just go through it and break down things we thought were fun let's just talk about yeah. the easter eggs the shit we loved what we thought of it um this is going to be a spoiler heavy review it's coming out just under a week i think i'm going to try and put it up tuesday or wednesday so people have gotten a full week to watch the movie then they'll have between, yeah they'll have had um, a whole six seven days to watch it so if you haven't watched it at that point then it's on you from from here on if we spoil it that is on you yeah like we we did this is a this is an episode that's going to be completely dedicated to to this i know usually we have our little news intro and stuff but we got all that out of the way in the loki episode if yeah, you, yeah. you want listen you want to that go watch that episode it's funny we only mentioned clifford's big red asshole like twice at <laughs> most maybe three times what? i'm beginning to think there you keep bringing it up jack and now i'm getting concerned release uh, the butthole cut that's all i need <laughs> I'll never be able to invest in CGI animals unless you start adding buttholes. We need to desensitize kids to it. It's the only oh way. Oh my god! But yeah, but, no. Um, we saw Black so Widow. We, it's a thing. Um, we we saw we saw Black Widow. I suppose like just spoiler free. It, it's really it it it's not going to be very long, but it's it is good. It is is it going to blow you away? No. But you know, it's a it's it is a solid Marvel movie, and it's good, and I had a great time with it. There's some fantastic performances in here, and uh, oh. don't listen to the haters that are like, female-led superhero movie." Yeah. So, in many ways, like, and not to compare apples to oranges and different franchises and all that. Yeah. Um, this is the movie I wish we'd gotten when Captain Marvel came out. Like, this yes. is. Just like obviously because it's set in the past anyway, but like this Black Widow watching after watching this movie, I'm like, I wish Black Widow had gotten a movie five years ago. Cause like <laughs> I wish I I wish I already got this movie because it's a good fun time. There's some really quality action stuff in it. And then yeah. by the time we get to the third act, they do the big Marvel, everything's blowing up, someone's falling out of the sky, big CGI final. But they kind of they make you care about everyone so much that by then they've earned it they've earned the catharsis that is a big fucking like explodey thing in the sky yeah uh like i wish this movie came out um like no don't get me wrong like her death was still pretty impactful in wait, endgame wait black widow but, black widow dies yeah what? spoilers for a two year for a two-year-old movie um see that is that is the initial weakness of this where it's like you know she's not gonna die that yeah. is but even removing that, this movie stands on its own, and it's one of the stronger Marvel movies. I honestly, I think... really, I really dislike the fact that like people are like, "Oh, why would you go see it? You know, she doesn't die, or, you know, like she dies in Endgame and stuff." And then like, but that's like asking why you go see any Marvel movie. Like, do you think Iron Man is going to die in the first Iron Man? No, like, yeah, I, no. <laughs> my favorite thing is looking at um, looking at people who have big contracts and who don't. Because, like, yeah. th- those fuckers who only have, like, a two-movie contract, they're on the chopping block. They could die at any point. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They could kill off fucking any of them. But if Maybe that's got, like, why seven... they, they changed to the uh, the shorter contracts. Uh, I suppose it was a little bit of news thing. There There's stuff going around that uh, they're shortening down the contracts for actors. 
So mm. you're not like signing on to like, oh, like a 10 movie deal kind of thing. It's like maybe Wait. two or three. Which I hope is only a recent thing because there's some great actors in this that I'm like, I hope they got them for like seven movies. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Specifically, like Florence Pugh, I hope they ever locked down for like nine more movies because she's yeah. fan. Everyone's great in this movie. No one gives Everyone's a bad so performance. Good. Yeah. All the acting is fantastic. This is, it's removed from Marvel. This is the closest thing you're getting to like a Jason Bourne film, but for Marvel. Like, it kind of, it kind of reminds me of some of like the stuff I really enjoyed of like the Netflix shows where it's kind of more, you know, kind of self-contained street kind of, you you know, there is some fantastical elements in there, but like at the end of the day, this is kind of like a spy kind of movie. Yeah, it's, it's it's closer to James Bond than it is the Avengers. Like, yes. Also, you don't need a lot of context going in. So if you're like, oh my God, I haven't seen all the other 22 odd movies. You need to see maybe like two of them and you'll get this. Yeah. Like it's, this is the kind of movie I could take my dad to. And he's seen maybe like three Marvel movies and he yeah, get it. Yeah. He get, it's easy enough. It's easy enough to follow from that aspect, which is great. It's, yeah. you don't have to have seen the other four Avengers movies and like how they do this and then how it ties back into the, no, you just, just turn up on the day. And if you have seen all that stuff, you'll like it even more. With yeah, that exa- out of the way, exactly. um, I'd give it like a solid three and a half, four stars. Like it's not perfect. It is not a perfect movie. It still gets very big CGI. Everything's exploding at the end. Marvelism. Yeah. But apart from that, I think it's three point four, three point five, maybe a four out of five. Which yeah, is I think pretty good. It's. I think I know I can be pretty generous with my rating and stuff, but I'll give it a four stars because I, I again, I really have we this. have we ever given anything like a three star rating. We just enjoy Marvel stuff. I've been thinking back on it recently. I'm like, we always just go for around four. We're always like, yeah, it was pretty good, pretty good. I've never given a five. And like, (laughs) I'm proud of that. I don't give fives. But yeah, no, this is this is in the upper echelon. Five, a five would be like an end game or something. Like, you know, it's no, I don't even think end game's a five. I think that's still a four and a half. But anyway, that out of the way, I think we need to get to some spoilers. I think yeah, it is. We're gonna, so if you have not seen the movie, it's your final final warning. Uh, we're going to go into spoiler territory. So go go watch it. <laughs> but yeah, um, with all those losers gone, how about yeah. we start? I've broken up into a couple of different categories so we can like, go through them. What yeah, did you yeah. think of the actors? I think performances probably. Just they were they were great. You know, um, like I was. Here's the thing. I was always. I think Scarlett, uh, Scarlett Johansson was always just like kind of a weird fifty-fifty actor. Where like I liked her in some things, I didn't like her in other stuff. Um, but I think she nails it in this movie. Um, like I, I think it reminds me, like of like, oh yeah, no, I actually do really like the character of Black Widow, and it's nice to see her on screen again and everything. You know, so. Yeah, no, Scarlett Johansson's crushing him in this, which, like, they yeah. make you care about a character who, as you mentioned earlier, is long dead. Like, she yeah. is. It's, it's kind of heartbreaking to see how good she is in this. And, like, oh, yeah, we should have given her one of these ages ago. Like, we should have yeah, three Black yeah. Widow movies by now. Like, when you watch her in, like, Endgame and all that, she's really, she is crushing it in Endgame as well. She's just not, she has to share it with 40 or 50 other actors. But when you give yeah, her the room suppose- to work, I suppose that's the thing. It's when you give her more screen time, because like I, I also really, really like her in Winter Soldier and stuff. You know, when she's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like her and Chris Evans and stuff. She, um, she's got great chemistry with a lot of those actors, even, mm-hmm. and it's a heartbreaking scene. It's not ver- handled very well, but 
but the Age of Ultron scene where she talks about not being able to have kids. Yeah. That's a that's terrible writing. It's not good writing. But <laughs> Scarlett Johansson delivers it so damn well. She makes the best out of like bad situation there. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, like that's all she's kind of done with this character where she was just like, oh, sexy Russian spy who shoots guns or what? She's really she's made her a character that people look up yeah. to and really like now, not just like a secondary you know- character from Iron Man 2. Yeah, you, you know, as I said, I liked her at Black Widow. But do you know what the movie that sold me on Scarlet Joe? And it's really funny because I was only watching some of it earlier because it was on the TV. It was actually Jojo Rabbit. She plays the oh, mom in that. And she's so good in that. Scarlet Joe. Um, do you remember the thing where it was like um, she released this, like a statement ages ago? She's like, I'm, I'm an actress. I can play anyone <laughs> or anything I want. I can be a tree if I want it. <laughs> And I'm, after seeing this, I'm like, yeah, you know what, Scarlett? You can be a tree if you want. Here's, here's the thing. She is a good actress, but uh, yeah, I think it came to a point, you know, when she was playing this traditionally Asian character in like Ghost in the Shell. And then I think she was slated to play some some kind of some transgender character in another movie. They're like, okay, Scarlett Joe, we get it. Like, she's actually, she's actually going to play the next Black Panther as well. Yeah. That's why they, yeah, so yeah, they get yeah. rid of her as Black Widow, making her Black Panther instead. They they won't have to change half the poster then. But um, yeah, it's like don't get me wrong, Scarlett Joe. You're just like you know you're you're a good actor. You're a good actor at all. But uh, I think there's some roles that you know it starts going a bit like oh nah. you know you could have given that to like an actual Asian actor or an actual uh, transgender actor. You know, cla- classic Rhiannon sexism. So when Robert yeah, Downey Jr. does blackface, that's okay. But when Scarlett the Johansson joke wants to pretend was that he was doing blackface, that's the entire joke of the movie. <laughs> the oh. joke is that they won't cast a black actor. <laughs> One second. Uh, I was actually looking up, does she have an Oscar or not? Because I I trying um, to I thought I think she has, but I might be wrong. Um uh, Oscar. Did she win one for Lost in Translation or am I making that up? I'm because I know she's fantastic. Does Scarlett Johansson have an Oscar? Yes, I'm actually not sure. Uh, It's given me no straightforward answer here, so I'll take that as a no. But, like, yeah, I think she's been nominated for stuff before, but I don't know if she's, yeah, no, it says Oscar nominee, so she hasn't actually won anything, which is fair. I thought she would have gotten it for like Jojo Rabbit or like fucking um, Lost in Translation. I don't know why I thought it was one of those. You know, let's talk about everyone else in here. Fl- Florence Pugh fucking crushes in this See, movie. This, I think this is my. I think it's the first movie I've watched with her in it. And like you, you were telling me when we were all watching, like she's great in like Midsummer and stuff. Um, oh no, oh I, yeah, no, she's so good in this movie. Like I watched. Uh, yeah, no, I watched Midsummer the other night for the first time because I hadn't actually seen. It. I'd heard it was good, but I hadn't actually seen it. Yeah. Born terrifying like in a great way terrifying Ooh, okay. so to like she is completely different in that movie like she is mm. it's insane how different she is like she's a small she's a small mostly defenseless girl who's like going through an awful lot of emotional stuff and psychological stuff and then in this she's keeping pace with fucking scarlett johansson and she's doing like kick flips and she's got a russian accent all of a sudden she's yeah yeah fantastic in this do you think um do you think that she's um gonna keep that accent though the Russian accent like the comrade we drink vodka blah 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 family it was all real to me. 
there there's like certain points in the movie where I'm just laughing a lot because they're 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 all speaking English, but like Black Widow's the only one that's like ke- keeping an American accent. The rest of them all speak in a Russian accent. That's like that's because she I has do... to be around the Avengers all day, so I assume she's just like I gotta like I gotta keep it like yeah. normal. Yeah, yeah, but I know, yeah, I just I just find it really funny. Also, um, there, there's a flashback early on where, like, you see David Harbour and he comes back from work or whatever, and he's panicking because he thinks like Shield is onto him or whatever because he stole yeah. the floppy disk. But I love how he just he has the full Russian accent, like there's no disguising it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like I love the idea that he fucking rocks up to Shield and he's like, "Hello, fellow Shield workers. I am <laughs> I am good American Johnson man. I'm here to um inspect computers." No, I uh, I love baseball and I love apple pie for mother and motherland. I mean, mother. I I never drink vodka. What are you talking about? No, you drink vodka. You're I a drink. I uh yes, shield comrades. I drink the brewski. Is that what you call? <laughs> what? No, I am not. I am not sleeper agent. The only agent who sleeps around here is Coulson. Ah ah ah. <laughs> Comrade, <laughs> silly. Ha, ha, ha. Now, where are secret files and nuclear codes? Like friends. <laughs> we are good buddy. Where are nuclear codes? I, I love it. Oh, uh, uh, but yeah, no. Fucking, he's great in this as well. David Harbour is oh, like... David Harbour is so good in this. And I think we were saying, like, his character could have ended up being, like, really annoying. Mm. But they put in just enough of him so that, like, he, he, he pretty much, he stays pretty funny throughout the whole thing. Like, you know? I just found um, out. I just found out I'm the same height as David Harbour, and that makes me really, really? happy. Really? Yeah. Just uh, found out. That just just made my day when I realized I'm the same height as him. <laughs> but yeah, fucking. Just, sorry, you were I, saying? Oh no, I just have to laugh. David Harbour always manages to just get cast as like this dude that's just kind of maybe down on his luck, kind of thing. <laughs> my my favorite thing. My favorite thing. He's always the tank, though. Like David Harbour is yeah. the one you when you need a powerhouse, you bring in David Harbour, even though like. He's not, he's not like Chris Hemsworth. He's not like shredded in two percent body fat. He, it's bulk, like it's, it's all bulk. It's all mass, and I kind of love that. Yeah. Like have you, to be fair, he did get ripped for Hellboy, and it's insane. Like you can see mm-hmm. it. Like his chest. Even then, he doesn't really have the abs. He just has the massive chest and the huge shoulders and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But David Harbour, he's fantastic. Is what's the name of the character? Red Guardian, is it? The red, the Red Guardian. Yeah. So basically. Um, Alexis Smirnoff or something like that, isn't it? The Red Guardian, basically something Russia's that. answer to Captain America in the eighties or the nineties. Just, it's so good, and he's oh. Turns out the only thing the Super Soldier Serum was missing was vodka. Something I've been saying for years. <laughs> but I love in America, they're fucking like, let's add some gamma radiation to it, and like we'll just we'll fuck around. I Meanwhile, in Russia, it's like, comrade, what if we add vodka to it and see what happens? Drink the blue serum, great mixer. <laughs> Oh yeah, I want to know more about the 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 Russian super soldier program. I'm assuming mm. it's a spin-off of like the the fucking Winter Soldier program, but like mm. um yeah, I I I want I want to know more, but uh no, yeah, yeah, no, no Dave David Harbour kills it in this role. Nobody tell the power broker there's another super soldier out there. <laughs> yeah. Actually, while you're at it, don't mention it to John Walker either. Like some fat Russian can't have gone How many secret super soldiers are we going to get? Like, oh my well, now, God. Well, now after this movie, you know, there's a couple of thousand super assassins just hidden out there. 
Yeah. The sneaker. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, who is the the actress or the mother? Just before we keep going, for Ooh. she plays. Oh God. One second. I was uh, just looking it up there, and now my brain has de- deleted it. Black. I'll look it up. Black Widow cast. Be- 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 for I know. Buffer. I think the character. I know the character. Uh, Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss. She's fantastic as fucking um the mother, the kind of like somewhat mother to the family. Yeah, Wait. she's playing older Black Widow. I've been I read somewhere else that she's also Iron Maiden. Also, yeah, um, no, she yeah, she's Iron yeah. Maiden in the comics. So like she's an ex Black Widow who becomes the Iron Maiden, and she's more of a villain for yeah. Black Widow if anything. But they've kind of switched it up. Yeah. Also, I'm looking at the cast here as Google's presenting it to me, and tell me if there's anything wrong about this. Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Florence Pugh as uh, Yelena of whatever. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark. Rachel Weiss as Melina. V- David Hart. <laughs> I think that third one, I, I think yeah, that might be Robbie, a bit wrong. Robert Downey Jr. Um, really kills it in this movie of being on screen for maybe two seconds in an old footage of maybe of Civil War. Um. What did you, did you not like? He's such a good actor. He just blends in so well. But he yeah, was no. actually he was actually playing Scarlet Joe the whole time. Um, <laughs> he, it's actually Robert Downey Jr. as his character in Tropic Thunder playing Scarlet Johansson playing um, oh, Black. No. That's going to be the reveal that Black Widow has never existed. That Scarlet Johansson yeah. has never existed. It's all just yeah. been Robert Downey Jr. in an elaborate like street performance art kind of piece that he's been doing for 20, 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Um, everyone crushes it the only the only character i think is kind of lacking is probably you know uh what is it ray winston as Drakeoff. like yeah he's good but it's like i think they play it a little bit too cackling evil for my liking like ha 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 i'm so clever they all work for me i have all the women all the useless girls it's it's very like he's a little cackling one note i don't think he gets enough play in this yeah I yeah, we, uh, I think we'll discuss later. Like he, he, like there is a certain type of Im- imagery and like uh, idea associated with this this villain and stuff as well. But yeah, I I if there there was one thing like you know you build a whole thing up to Drake off and realistically he's not on screen for very long. No, like um, maybe ten fifteen minutes at most. Like yeah. he gets mentioned a lot, but he's only in it for like ten minutes. Like. But I think that's the the point because it's not about him; it's about. With Black Widow and stuff, or hey, exactly, Widow, we we didn't re- we didn't really need like cutting back to him every five minutes or whatever, or like yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. But fucking, geez, um, we'll talk about it in a minute. But he does like he's obviously played to be kind of like uh, Harvey Weinstein. I'm looking at a side by side now, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. kind of scary because I'm like that is like, but like they got a hell of an actor to play that role, like basically playing every like just terrible sleazy uh movie exec going kind of thing you know no but like i'm looking at a picture of him right now i'm like if i squinted i would i think that's the villain from black Widow. yeah 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 oh no it's it's very deliberately done very much so okay um moving on from the characters because they they give some pretty great performances what did you think of the actual story where where is where is natasha romanoff right now well obviously she's a splatter at the bottom of a cliff but where is she when the story (laughs) starts Where, where is the Black Widow when well, the story picks up? 
well, uh, oh, are we going for the, the opening opening or like after that point? Because uh, after we... that point, I guess. We'll, we'll come okay, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that opening in a minute because I yeah. love that opening so much. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's the aftermath of, of civil war, basically. Um, and she's she's getting hunted down by shield because you you are now a criminal because uh, Sokovia Accords, I guess. Oh, I love when, um, when they're just like, you assaulted the king of Wakanda. She tasered yeah, him yeah. like three times at most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't call that assault, if anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she she just, she run she gets away from him, basically, tricking them into looking for her somewhere else. But uh, she she goes up to Norway. Mm, she she's... has her, her, her contact, basically. Um, is it Rich Mason? Is it because I know he's a character in the comics? But... Um, OT, I think he's just he's just put down as OT on the cast list there. Okay, but it's I like the idea that like she is a criminal now, she's like she's being yeah. hunted for it's like they're on the radio talking about the Sokovia Accords and how her and Captain America are the last two left out there. Yeah, like anyone who didn't go legitimate like after Civil War is being hunted down like a dog, and I kind of mm-hmm. We never really got that feeling before, so it's kind of nice to be like, oh yeah, no, if you're spotted, you are gone. Like, you are... There's no coming back from the Sokovia Accords. That they just mentioned Captain America and Black Widow, because I was pretty sure there was more on the run. Like, I know Ant-Man and uh, Hawkeye got caught, um, and then they, like, did and the So did Falcon. Uh, sure, it's, it's anyone who got caught at the airport, really. Like... Yeah. So, like, Ant-Man, Falcon... Um, I'm trying to think who else. Who else was on their team? Or is that it? Oh yeah, because she broke. Yes, because she broke him out, and that's because I was going to say I was like, wasn't Wanda on the run at the beginning of Infinity War? Yeah, but yeah, no, she broke everyone out. That was it. Yeah, but yeah, um, no. Um, so everyone's on the hunt for her. Everyone's looking yeah. for the Black Widow. It's mm-hmm. there's a lot of restraint in this. I'm really happy they didn't show Steve Rogers in this. I kept assuming yeah. they were going to cut to him at some point, and I'm happy they didn't. Spoilers: yeah, He's not in it. Her yeah. movie. But basically, we get a blast from her past, which is mm-hmm. do you want to talk about that opening you really like? Okay, yeah. So we get an opening where it's basically revealed that Black Widow was part of like this undercover, uh, like this Russian undercover operation in America, like in mm. in Ohio, uh, when she was like not barely even a teenager, like yeah, you know, she, she might have been like ten or eleven at most. And like... yeah, uh, so basically, and like David Harbour's character and the the older Black Widow character and stuff, they play they they, they basically pretended to be this kind of uh, wholesome American family and stuff, and um, where really... they were all eight. They, yeah. they were all agents, except the youngest one, who was kind of too young to realize that my family is not my real family. There's, oh, um, there's a heartbreaking line about it later on. She's like, yeah. the best part of my life was fake and none of you told me. Yeah. It was all real to me. I was like, that's so sad. But yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, so she, she, was, she was a part of the, this, this uh, secret operation in America, which I guess kind of explains like why she just kind of maybe naturally speaks with an American accent and stuff. And, you know. Oh, yeah, no, like, she was there for most of her developmental years, and, like, even in Asian character, they do that thing where it's, like, remember where they're all watching, I think it's Snow White or Sleeping Beauty yes, or something, yes. and they're all trying to copy Snow her White, accent, yeah. so yeah. It's, it does tie back into that, but fucking, but the reveal is that they're actually trying to get something on the sneak from S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. and they gotta go on the run back to Russia then, but mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Scarlet doesn't want to go, maybe Black Widow doesn't want to leave, Yeah, she has to. 
then we get the cooling the coolest opening fucking montage in any marvel movie like the like the opening credits to any of these this is by far like the coolest maybe spider-man 2 where they did like the alex ross painting like these are here's the you start off with like this kind of big opening of like the the family trying to get on this plane and get out of the country being haunted by shield and stuff you know fucking hmm. david harbour sitting on a plane of a wing shooting <laughs> with a sniper oh, rifle he's so <laughs> fucking cool about it like he's just like, leaning like taking a casual lean back just shooting the fucking shield agents like yeah um and it's just it's it's so cool but uh yeah we, we get this montage opening and it's it's so good and it's so kind of fucked as well because yeah. Like it kind of shows you, uh, it gives gives you like little snippets and stuff of like the Black Widow training and the program yeah, and stuff, and, and the like, human trafficking that goes behind it, and like shipping yeah, them around it, the world and stuff. Exactly, and it, it's yeah, I I was gonna say it's cool, and and like it's like how do you not make this really messed up because they're it's, essentially child soldiers and stuff, you know? It's way and, um, it's way darker than I expected it to be. It was yeah. like when I I remember watching in the theater, I'm like, this is. This is fucked up. I love it, but it's, it's kind of fucked up. This intro, because like, the... it, like it kind of makes you uncomfortable in something. Like I think the whole thing was like when they I'm... open up the the shipping crate and it's all full yeah. of these girls and stuff, you know. And you're like, oh god. But he, you know? I can't remember his exact line, but it's like trim the weak ones or whatever. So it's implied yeah. that like any of the girls he doesn't use for the Black Widow project just get the axe, like which is yeah so fucked up. But yeah, fucking. Yeah um yeah no i was gonna get oh yeah what song plays it's like is it teen spirit by nirvana it's fucking oh yeah it's it, it, it yeah it smells like teen spirit like this really slow cover of it it's oh, so fun it's so like it, it feels like the opening to a bond movie which is obviously I mean, we do get like an easter egg of that later on but it, it does feel like you know how in the start of every bond movie they have like the three minute credits where they just like they'll do a slow cut between like everything that's going on and some new song they have for it so it's, yeah I like that little, like, that ode to pa- past fucking spy movies and all that shit. And it was just a mm-hmm. great way to open the movie. Oh, I'm trying to think. So but yeah, no, um, she's on the run or whatever. Her sister's getting back in contact. Sorry, we, f- we meet her sister, now an older, wiser, more bitter Black Widow, played yeah. by Florence Pugh. And holy shit, she's just so good. I just... I have to keep gushing about how good Florence Pugh is in this. Like, I know, she is, she is so, so good. Like, even her just being kind of this, the younger kind of wise cracking kind of sister and everything, you know, and it's, oh, she's Speaking so the good. Acting earlier, they play off each other so damn well. Like, their oh, yeah. chemistry back and forth is fantastic. Oh, my God. Even, like, there's a scene where they just, like, sit and they're casually talking. She's like, you see this? First piece of clothing I ever got to buy for myself. Look at it, so many pockets. It's so funny. She's like, you keep so many things in there. He's like, yes, I like the jacks. He's like, I knew it. It's all the pocket. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> They're both fantastic. Like, but she, yeah. she basically, she catches up with an older Black Widow who frees her from mind control. And this is the part of the movie I hate. I think mm-hmm. the mind control gas is really stupid. Like, it's... I know we're in a world of gods and aliens and like Iron Man or whatever, but it's just mind control gas it feels a bit hand wavy if that makes sense yeah yeah it's it's a weird thing that's what i mean like there's there's this kind of fantastical element with this this mind control gas um I, it's the aspect i hate the most about the movie i think like even, like later when they talk about like they do maybe a bit of like a purple man on it kind of thing of just like 
oh, it's pheromones. Just like, oh, and... you can't kill me because of pheromones. And I'm like, ah, I. Mm, I would have. I, I would have much. I would have much preferred it to be like a Bucky scenario where they just hardwired it into them as kids. Where it's like, yeah, it's been worked into the brain, and like this this woman's figured out the algorithm to like disable that or whatever, and that that's how you like, break them free. Particles make me question now, like, because I wish they might have elaborated on it more. That maybe they, uh, like, maybe they developed this mind control serum because um, they got maybe some research stuff from hydra and like hydra had uh scarlet yeah. witch at the time because the, oh, the thing looks yeah. very similar to scarlet witch's magic you know oh and yeah i thought you were like make... some some Sorry. element of like m- like mind manipulation and stuff so i i was kind of yeah. hoping for like a little connection like that but i don't know it, i don't know it just doesn't feel like the right movie for it like it feels yeah. This feels so far removed from like everything else to just be like, oh, and now there's mind control gas. Like, yeah, it's like serious, like hardcore, like people getting thrown through buildings and shot and like stabbed or whatever. And then it's like, and there's mind gas. Like it, it just feels so out of place. And it's here's like, even here's if I had gotten more time for it. Yes, yeah, I gone. No, I was like, Marvel generally tried to keep their like their their science fiction stuff kind of more in the realm of reality now like i yeah. say that there's like iron man suits and stuff but like it's it's more like this is if technology could advance so far we could get stuff hell even their magic with some of them i remember yeah. someone pointing out like with the doctor strange one like it, i know they says they get their magic from the dimension stuff but it's like as if you could turn like light into hard light or something like yeah, that no, you know there's 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 a thor line and it's a bit throwaway-ish but in the first movie he says um where I come from, science and magic are the same thing. Just yeah. here, it's like basically the idea is anything that you consider like science or magic or whatever is just our science, but it's too complex for you to understand. So you see it yeah. as magic. So Thor himself isn't actually magic. He's just using such high tech stuff that it's seen as magic at that point. Yeah, yeah. But once um, again, that's all great. And that fits within his story. I just think it this doesn't fit in the Black Widow story, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like if it had been like a computer chip in the head or like fucking an algorithm of some yeah. kind or something like that, but just the fact that it's a magic mind gas and it makes you go loopy and they can control you from a screen or whatever. I don't know. I thought that was a little, it was a little hand wavy just to get shit going, basically. Like, Yeah, it, it, it like, if, I think just felt like a bit contrived, if anything. You know? Yeah, no, 100%. But I think that's maybe the bigger flaw, the biggest flaw of the movie. But anyway, Black yeah. Widow's sister figures, gets the gas and she gets freed and she's like, well, I'm going to Budapest and I'm going to figure out a way to like get this gas out there or whatever. Mm-hmm. We get the two, we get the reunion of the two Black Widows, which is sick. Like it it's is like, cool just a fight good time. scene, like, and they're just like running building to building when more Black Widows come after. Actually, what do you think the deal is with Black Widow? I mean, to ask about this, is it just in, is she just the best Black Widow, or are all the did they have they just been kind of phoning it in, or like because obviously I, she's by far the is it just because she's been around the Avengers so she knows to fight differently, or yeah it's it's a it's a it's a tough one i think it's implied that like she is one of the best that have have been through there you know Mm. um because like it's there spoilers big reveal there's a shit ton of black widows now there's there's a shit ton of black widows i i always thought there might be like maybe five or ten there's a shitload of them there's like yeah oh my god everywhere on 
every second person. For all I know, Rhiannon here is a fucking Black Widow. Like, there's so <laughs> many of them. Um, like, yeah, um, it, it's it's really interesting because uh, I, you know, I went back uh, to watch the scene in Avengers uh, between Loki and Black Widow because I never realized he names dropped Jacob's daughter yeah. before, which is such like. Of course, they didn't probably didn't plan for this, but God, I, I love it when these little details from the past like become relevant in, in the future and stuff. Your um, ledger must be dripping, no gushing with blood. Can you really yeah. get rid of all that red? Oh, it's so she's like, you're a monster. She's like, no, you brought the monster, and then yeah. like you realize she's been playing, but it's it's fucked um, though. Like that's so that's that's Marvel playing like tenth dimensional chess. Like yeah. Um, but Sorry, there's there's a line in that she says where she says I got on Sh- Shield's radar in a bad way, so like she must have become like a really well known widow or something. Ah uh, yeah. So sure. yeah, they they mentioned later on that like basically they had an algorithm to help them pick the girls kind of thing, which is all levels are fucked. But she yeah. tested really well on it, so maybe that it's related to that as well. Yeah. But yeah, no fuck. Um. But yeah, they get chased across the world by a bunch of Black Widows, and she's like, yeah, turns out you're not good at bombing old men. Dracov's still alive. You gotta go after him or whatever. <laughs> Should we call the Avengers? No, they're not exactly talking right now. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, you know, that that's how you explain that. I'm not gonna go with the Sokovia ones, and I don't know where the fuck Steve is, so, you know. Yeah. To be fair, this is the, the, the kind of story that you could only tell with Black Widow. Like, yeah. I don't think you could... Like, if you told Thor where the red room was, he'd just go flying through that thing with a hammer and turn everyone to dust. Or, like, I wouldn't exactly tell Tony about it because he'd, like, he'd come in there with all the shield and, like, a couple of hundred Iron Man suits. and Yeah. This is is for her to do. And I love that. I love that idea. Exactly. I love how they keep it. They keep it as a Black Widow movie because, like, I know there was so much speculation about some of the others showing up. But, um... Again, I think it's it's like one thing you said with like the Shang Chi trailer. Like, do you think yeah. it takes away from a bit if you're revealing these other characters? You know, oh, one hundred one it takes um, away from the reveal, but also it's like the only reason you're gonna go see Shang Chi or a good chunk of it is because you just want to see what Wong and fucking the Abomination, Abomination. and yeah. maybe some of the Black Widow. Also, there's a thing, and I'll talk about it in the um when we get to the after credit scene. But like. There's something in there that I'm like, maybe that's what Abomination is doing in uh, Shang-Chi. Maybe maybe it's connected to our good friend Val. But I'll get to that later, that okay. mindless speculation. Um, Tell me he's not being an upstanding citizen? <laughs> no, Abomination is upstanding citizen. He gets well-paying government's job at post office. But um, <laughs> Abomination is getting... But uh, I'm trying to think. So they end up going for um, our boy, the fucking red, white, and red Captain America. The best uh, boy. Yeah. Our bloody uh, red guardian. How, yeah. I, like, I, I know we I talked think... about David Harbour already, but god damn, is he good in this. Like... He's so good. I j- Before we get to that, I, I think I want to bring up the fact that uh, Marvel might be pushing that 12s rating a bit more in re- recently because there's... Um, because when they're fighting the Black Widows... There's like a point where one falls off, she breaks her leg, and you, oh. you can see that like messed up leg, and you're like, oh. And then she's okay. told to just kill herself, and she like yeah. tases herself in the face, but like, like her she's face in is burnt and stuff. You're like, oh my god. It's fairly fucked, like it's insane. 
it's like we're like kind of like you know it is 12 so like all violence is relatively bloodless and stuff you know but like yeah. still I, w- I was like for for something that's rated like a 12 a movie i was like oh god jeez yeah no, it gets it gets fairly brutal in there and that's good though because it adds to the realistic tone of the fucking oh yeah like... totally totally so yeah i think it's, is it just me or marvel just like slowly kind of stretching the rating a bit you know pushing a tiny bit tiny bit yeah of the envelope every time but like yeah. yeah no fucking the action in this is just like there's a nice brutality to it i think there's a nice like mm-hmm. when someone gets hit they go down there's a crunch when you hit off something or like when you when yeah. it smacks through a wall it looks like it hurts kind of thing and i like that like, that's like but like maybe the like i was gonna say maybe with the exception of red guardian but no he still takes like heavy hits and stuff yeah. like Everyone, like, I know the term, like, superhuman can be quotation marks, because, like, the, the widows yeah. are fucking superhuman. Like, Jesus Christ, they can do so many things. But, like, yeah, but we're they... not dealing with, like, gods and, like, you know, all these super soldier kind of things. No, like, when Black Widow falls, she hits several things, and you kind of go, ooh, ah, <laughs> we've um we've made i've made the joke for years, and you've made it on here as well, that, like, in every Marvel movie, that they have the gratuitous shirtless scene. Oh and God, like, yeah. I've joked about the fact that it will never have full equality until we also have women taking their shorts off in the, these <laughs> in these movies. That's the only way. The only way to make it even is if they also go shirtless. But we do get a shirtless Black Widow scene in here. It's only her back, but like, yeah, the all the bruises and the battle scars and the injuries, and that's just from what we've seen so far. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's clear that she's taken some major hits. Like she is, who she's taken some battle scars. Like. It's yeah. the only time one of these Marvel shirtless scenes have actually made sense, like context-wise. Yeah. And it hasn't felt like it was for nothing. Um, let's see, I'm going to try and move on. But yeah, no. Um, so yeah, Alexi uh, uh, oh. in, in prison. What did you think um, of him just like chatting shit about him and Captain America? Something that never happened. I just love it so much. He's just a man living in his glory days, you know, as the Red Guardian. So uh, the Red just, Guardian, for anyone who doesn't know, is Russia's answer to Captain America. So they're super yeah. soldier. But it's all about communism. Oh, he's all communist. But he's like, he's the fun-loving communism. He wants to bring the party aspect back to the party. And I love that. <laughs> Fucking, there's a moment where he's just arm wrestling in his little Russian prison. He's talking about Captain America. And he's like, I take this shield that he carries around like baby blanket. And I use it to push him through the window. And your man's just like, what year? What what year was that? And he's like, one the nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties. It all kind of blurs together after a while, you know. A couple of hits to that, and he's like, Captain America was still on ice back then. And then he just shatters that guy's hand. Oh, again, adding to the brutality thing of you just see your this guy's wrist just go a completely different direction. You're like, oh, oh yeah, oh he, that man is never going to like paint again. He's never yeah. gonna. He's his watercolor painting prison fucking thing is just over. It's done. <sighs> god but yeah and just dude some of his tattoos i just i love i love the fact he's got karl marx tattooed on his knuckles like. or the fact that like we see him getting a tattoo of himself but like his younger <laughs> yeah, self in the yeah. costume and like the way people remember or the fact that he gets an action figure of himself at one point that they used to like break him out oh i love the idea it's like only 90s kids will remember the red guardian oh, but yeah. fucking... oh i was sick I'm trying to. What did you? What was your favorite action sequence in this actually? Because there's a lot of like pretty good action Ooh, in here. There's a lot of good action sequences in this. Um, God, maybe. I, 
I am a fan of that prison break segment. Seg- yeah. Uh, segment. I'm fucking because they got to get him out of a big winter prison and fucking it's armed to the teeth and they got a little helicopter. Thanos mm-hmm. will be proud. They got a tiny helicopter. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's like there is the problem. It's hard to say like, that falling that falling sequence in the mm. the last in the in the finale is pretty fucking sweet though. It is. It is. Um, there's a lot of fucking quick editing though, and I'm not a massive fan of that. Like, mm-mm. I think the reason you, you know a fight scene's going well when they don't have to cut every half a second. Like, there's yeah. um, there's a couple of fight scenes in here where I'm like, they they let it go long. Like when they're when they're fighting in the apartment, it's not super cutty, but there's yeah. a couple of fight scenes where it's just like cut, 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 cut. Like it's it's very clear that they they didn't have a lot of time on one, a couple of these fight scenes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, no, fucking when it works, it works really well though. Like it's yeah, it feels like a Bourne film. It feels like as brutal as like James Bond. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say it's probably between the prison scene and like that moment where she fights the other black widows later on where they just like yes they all just kind of because she has to fight like a couple of them at once and they all just like dog piler they're all just Mm -hmm. like it's like five or six of them and after like a minute or so they just like they all hop on and just pull her down and just start kicking her and it's Mm -hmm. kind of like it's amazing because it establishes yes she's strong but also no matter how strong she is, this is like 30, 40 people. Of course, they're yeah. eventually just going to mob her and like start kick. They're not going to come at her one at a time. Like, I thought that yeah, was yeah, really yeah. interesting and good. Uh, what about you? What was your favorite action piece? Ooh, oh, the Black Widow scene is pretty, pretty sweet. Um, mm. I don't know. As I said, like that, that falling sequence is, mm. is stunning. Um, especially like you know where she hits the window part and like Taskmaster comes down after you know it's just like, their their first fight on the bridge is great as well actually mm, like yes. they, they have an early on clash where you see Taskmaster copying everyone's moves or whatever you're just like oh she, like he he even uses a cable to replicate Spider Man swing and I was like I did not get I didn't realize he was gonna do that that's fucking sick <sighs> that's so cool um actually do you Taskmaster. Want to talk- yeah, I was gonna say. I think I wish we saw more of Taskmaster in this movie. One one of the weakest villains I think we've had in the MCU so far. Yeah, not physically, suppose... just like I wish they hadn't sold the movie on him. I wish like, like yeah, don't don't put him in the trailers. Maybe chuck him on one poster kind of thing, because they build him up to be like the next Winter Soldier, but very much not the case. Like they're like she like she's barely in the movie. Um. I don't know, like, like I, I, like understand. I, I suppose because she's not the main villain either, you know. No, you see, that's the thing. I, they should have built up Drakov more and just happen mm-hmm. to have him, happen to have the Taskmaster there. Yeah. And then, like, maybe keep. Obviously, spoilers. They survived at the end, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if Taskmaster does come back. I think. Yeah. I think we're gonna get more of Taskmaster, but what did you think of the twist of who Taskmaster was? Because it was like. I said Taskmaster like four times in the last Task, Taskmaster is um I think it's one of I, the better twists in one of these movies because like you figure it out but like maybe only like five minutes or like three minutes before they actually reveal it yeah I yeah I think as I said like I wasn't surprised by the twist I think I figured it out uh, early on but like it's not so blatantly obvious that you'd be like yeah. oh it was Dracov's daughter the whole time because they no. they make really ambiguous they there's, um, a couple, there's a couple of misdirects as well i thought it was going to be natasha's yeah. mother at one point i thought that was going to be the same re- same she gets uh, carted off on at the, the start yeah yeah she gets carted off at the start and i'm like oh maybe it's a mother on daughter thing and yeah. then i was like 
they keep mentioning Clint Barton a lot, maybe it's going to be revealed it's Hawkeye and that they've been yeah. using the mind control stuff on him this time. But like, I'm happy they didn't do that. I'm happy it wasn't like, oh, it's Captain America under there or like whatever. Yeah. No, it's fucking... Yeah, it was it, like it was a different because uh, the thing that made me think it was maybe like uh, a female, as in like maybe Natasha's mother and stuff. Like sometimes when like Taskmaster was walking, I was like, oh, that feels like a very not so much a feminine walk, but like just the way you know, yeah, you 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 you, you notice this when you do like some body work and stuff and acting and everything. You know, like what way like women walk or what way men walk. And I was like, okay, mm. that seems like a very kind of female walk there. But then I was like, but the the, the suit is very androgynous mm. in that like i thought the chest piece looked more masculine and all this you know so, oh that's like, definitely it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if they used a male stunt actor just to like yeah. throw people i think it wouldn't surprise me if they they did that just to throw people off yeah I'm, yeah no i'm fairly i'm fairly happy with that reveal to be i think the reason i figured out that it's probably his daughter was the fact that they gave like the taskmaster no speaking lines if you mm-hmm. if they had given him like any kind of voice or anything like that i feel like we would have copped it straight away yeah but no, how fucked up is her face, though? Because we, we get the reveal that the big thing that happened in Budapest was that Hawkeye and Black Widow blew up Draco's like main compound, killed mm-hmm. him and his daughter, a load of his men, and then had to fight their way out of Budapest for 10 days straight. But yeah. like that was her defecting to the US to shield then. But obviously, yeah, yeah. Dracoff didn't die. And unfortunately, his daughter didn't either. Yeah. And she's just fucked up. Like, it is... Mm-hmm. You want you were saying about these movies getting brutaler, like the scaring and shit. I think it's like it's not even that severe, but it's like it's done really realistically. Yes. It's like it's not like Harvey Dent in the Dark Knight, where it's like there's just chunks missing, but it's like yeah. it's something that's had years to scab over and fucking calm down, but you still see it. And mm-hmm. it's I thought that was really effective. Yeah. Um I mean, I guess she's fucked up further by her dad, but you know who knows. <laughs> but like speaking of her dad, actually. What did you? Yeah. I know we touched on Drake off earlier, but what did you think of him, like overall? He, you know what? As I say, like, look, he's not so much. He's not very much a standout villain. But again, this no. this movie is about like Black Widow and her family. It's not about Drake off. Yeah, and like, Marvel Marvel do piss poor villains at the best of time. They've only done yeah. maybe three good villains in twenty three movies. Like yeah, I can name I can list them off on one hand, but like. You're right. It's not a story about him, so it does it doesn't matter to me that he's only in about like 10, 15 minutes of the movie yeah, at it, most. It, it doesn't it doesn't annoy me so much because I guess it's it's less about the character and like what he represents. Like like we mm. said, he's very much inspired by like Harvey Weinstein and stuff, and that like this oh, reflects it's... like the 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 whole story of the movie and uh, of itself be trying to get yeah. into production because you had you had higher ups in like Disney and Marvel that were like, yeah. no, Ike, Ike Perlmutter, who's notorious yeah. for being both racist and sexist. Yeah. And he was just we're like, like, no, we're not having a woman in one of these. We're not having a person of color. None of that. We don't now. need a, we don't need a black widow movie. Like, yeah. you know, who, who would watch that kind of thing? And yeah, nobody cares that... about black widow. Like it was the meta context. The more you think about it, I'm like, that's very clever. That's a, that's yeah. a fairly clever use of like, Oh, this movie almost didn't get made multiple times. Yeah. And like in the whole yeah, like there's the whole thing of like controlling these girls and stuff and them not having 
um i suppose like power over their own like bodies even like that's yeah. that is a big thing as well he's like, controlling you know? and taking advantage of their bodies and the, he's been yeah. doing that since they were children which is even more fucked up yeah yeah no it's like there's there's a lot of deeper stuff here and you know what like i'm not saying like this movie is gonna solve all of it or ever, anything but it, it, re- it just creates this really interesting um like uh undertone to the movie and you know what the best thing is really cool. it's not too preachy like yeah it's i one of my big i have a lot of problems with captain marvel just a lot we, of them we, yeah. we, we we've heard this all before but like the whole girl boss moment where she like stands up at the end and it cuts with her being a little girl and like all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that felt severely preachy like it mm-hmm. felt like oh the only reason she can do is because she's a woman and she's got this and she's like fight me man to man and she's like i'm no man and shoots him with the laser or whatever that yeah, felt preachy I, this doesn't think, this doesn't feel think, preachy in the slight this feels just like there's something more to black widow i think there's the underlying themes that they go through i think it just works so much better yeah i, I think it's it's like it is it is about like oh this like this this female overcoming like this this like male adversary and like you know there, yeah. there's this idea of like feminine power in it but i think it, it, it comes second it is not the first thing this is yeah. black widow trying to kind of overcome this element of her past and like trying to find out who she truly is and stuff you know her her past trauma and like her sense of self is as important as beating this villain which matters way more yeah and like it's yeah it's it's more about her herself as black widow than it is about her as a woman yeah it's a character study and it just happens she is a woman it's not a character study based around the fact that she's a woman it just it's it's coincidental she just happens to be one like and, and don't get they me play wrong, it, it really well. It's Sorry, it's what? really important that we do get like you know we do get strong kind of empowering female characters like oh one hundred percent that's really important in like today's society and everything. Um, but, like, but like even I, even I, I, sorry even me no no I was going even my even me myself as as a, as a woman and stuff I just I do feel kind of very pandered to and they're like. Mm, girl boss you can yeah. do it because you're a woman. <laughs> exactly that's the thing like. Whenever they do a character like that, and I think it's it's your Ray, it's your fucking I'm going on a big rant. The internet's gonna cancel me for. But it's oh, your Ray, yeah. it's your fucking Captain Marvel. It's like oh, because they're a woman, they're the most special person and amazing, and they can do anything in it. It's, yeah. But it's because they're a woman, they're that amazing and like transcendent. Well, the, Ray also suffers from like very Mary Sue. Mary Sue stuff. Yeah. I would say they both do, anyways. But like, yeah. When it comes to Black Widow, yes, she can do all this amazing stuff. Yes, she is a woman. But also, she struggled to get here. She worked on yeah. it. Yeah. She worked hard. Yeah. She put in the effort. Fuck, she trained. She fought tooth and nail to get here. And that mm-hmm. reflects in the movie, which they also fought tooth and nail to get made. So yeah. it's, I love that back and forth. I love that fucking, like, those underlying themes. Yeah. Also, I also love the fact that he had a, a thing of Craven the Terrible in the background. Like, it's, it's out of focus, but he has a painting of it, like the Russian oh. dictator guy. I was like, that's really clever. Because oh, okay. he also said to maybe use magic sometimes, but it was like potions yeah. and shit. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. sick. Oh, awesome. But yeah, I love yeah. when he, I love, I don't know how I feel about it. I was going to say I love it. I'm like 50 50 on the reveal that the red room is just a big floaty, like, kind of space station almost. <laughs> Again, like, as I said, for this kind of relative, like, this spy movie that's otherwise kind of relatively grounded and stuff, we, yeah. we get mind control gas and a sky fortress. And I was like, oh, 
See, here's the thing. That's only one level above, like, we built it into a volcano levels of silly villain stuff. Like, But I'm also like, you know what? You guys have earned it. Do your big CGI third act. I'm here for it now. Well, we might as well blow that thing up and see how cool it is falling apart. Here's the thing. I do kind of go, huh? But like helicarriers, everything. Yeah. Those fucking like ultimate helicarriers from like Winter, like from Winter Soldier, are a thing. So it, it probably isn't too much of a stretch, you know? Yeah. No, one hundred percent. I um see what fucking because we've seen the trailers more than once. Like the minute they start flying up to it, I'm like. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a big CGI fight or whatever. But I'm also Mm -hmm. like, I know a part of me deep down got really giddy to be like, I can't wait to see that thing blow up. I can't (laughs) wait to see when that thing just crumbles and falls and the VFX artists are doing a bunch of textures and layering. I'm like, Like, I am excited for that. I'd be lying to myself if I wasn't like. I do kind of like the reveal of like, oh, the red room seems to change places. It's because it's in the fucking sky, you know? And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, I, I kind of like that, you know? It, it is, yeah. it makes sense why they couldn't track it down as well. Because every time yeah. someone would get a lock on it, they just started moving it. Same with the helicarrier, really, like from fucking yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. But you know, fucking, they have their big final fight or whatever. I just love the moment where he calls in a bunch of other Black Widows and they just dogpile. Like they just, they're giving yeah. it everything. Fucking, uh, they all activate their plans, blah, blah, blah. Place blows up and it's sick. It's <laughs> so cool. The only thing in that final fight, I wish we got more of Red Guardian versus fucking Taskmaster. Yeah. We only get like a couple of minutes of it. I'm like, oh, I want to see more of that. That was so I fucking see cool. Him, I want to see him do some Captain America stuff. <laughs> I was hoping that um, like old, like Milf Widow and like fucking Red Guardian... <laughs> I was hoping the two of them were going to, like, team up to take on Taskmaster. I was like, oh, that'd yeah. be sick. But fucking... Uh, well, they, they kind of do that, but just not not mm-hmm. not a lot of it. I, I guess they're, they're after hitting the two-hour mark, and they're, they're watching the clock at this point, editing-wise. Yeah, I like, if they, there was one thing, like, maybe about, like, the final scene is, like, I understand it's it's Black Widow, Black Widow's fight and stuff, but the, the other three just kind of, like, you know, Red Guardian... Go get gets the fighting taskmaster. Uh, like the older Black Widow tries to take down the fortress, while the other Black Widow uses the gas to free the other yeah. Black Widows, kind of thing. We kind of get less of them and more Black Widow, which I kind of I guess because we kind of built up these other characters and stuff. Yeah. And I was I, like, oh, I was hoping to see more of them. And I feel but like they're again, doing more important work than she is. I know she's getting the ring and distracting Drake off or whatever, yeah. but like. I feel like we should spend more time with Elena, you know, like fighting all those yeah. Black Widows or trying to get the gas or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, like again, I know it's yeah. a Black Widows movie and stuff, but I, I wish, I wish we got to see a bit more in them. Actually, there, speaking of, uh, what about the what about the the dinner scene before like? Oh uh, yeah, no, there is, there is that nice moment because I've been we talked about this a couple of times when talking about Loki and stuff that we don't yeah. get an awful lot of. They just kind of slow down and have a chat moments. Yeah. So it was really nice to get one of those in a movie where it was just like they could take their time and discuss everything. Like, I really enjoy that scene. And it like it yeah. mirrors their little discussion at the end where they're like, stop slouching or like all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and it also mirrors the dinner they have at the start. There's a lot of symmetry in here that I really like. Yeah. This, yeah. And maybe, I, I don't know if it was you said this to me or might have been Shane, but like someone said that like maybe the fact that they had a couple of extra months. Maybe that meant they could do a bit more time on the editing and a couple more passes at the story and all that. Because yeah. this movie feels tight. It feels like well edited and well put together. Like mm-hmm. 
Oh I, yeah, dude. The we we were raving about it in the cinema, but like the this director dude does such a good job. Like, uh the lighting, the cinematography, like it's just like it feels like something different, and I really like that. It feels like completely yeah. de- apart from the big CGI fight at the end. It feels completely detached from like everything else Marvel, and I kind of love that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's different in a good way. The fucking like no, it's it's a good time. The fucking but to be fair, my favorite thing is like we were getting like I think we were around the hour and ten minute mark, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm like t- an hour and two hours, five minutes. I'm checking the phone. I'm like, they're still just kind of chatting here, huh? They're just chatting about everything, and then all of a sudden, like in the space of ten minutes, the fortress blows up and they fight Taskmaster, and she takes out all the other Black Widows, and like, yeah, they 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 fucking steamroll through that last like ten minutes, just like blah 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 blah. Okay, we're gonna save them. Blah 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 blah. Oh, the thing's exploding. Blah 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 blah. Like they this fucking steamroll into it, and I love it. I'm here yeah. for it. But like, I feel like I would have almost liked another five minutes on the movie. I think mm-hmm. I was like maybe maybe like five more minutes of just that that big action scene or like her talking with Drakov or even. And it's another thing, and I know I'm kind of getting kind of ranty here because I have no notes in front of me for which is weird. Yeah, I have notes on these things. I wish she had got to meet him earlier in the film. Because we know you see, you see him as a little girl, you see yeah. her as a little girl. He he isn't a little girl. He they meet when she's a little girl. <laughs> I would have liked like one moment just early in the film where the two of them meet and like maybe she's surrounded or maybe like she's running out of time to save someone, but she can't do anything to him. Where it's like mm. it's it's played to the fact that like they can't affect this guy. Yeah. That way, when they meet again in the finale, and he literally, she literally can't even swing for him. I think that'd be pretty sick as well. Mm-mm. But that's just that's little things. I think overall, this movie is paced very, very well. Like, it's, oh yeah, no, it like it's really, it's really the most consistent in a while, and it's weird because coming off the back of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which like once again, not to kick a dead horse, and I feel like I do that every time we're talking about something. <laughs> it's like the pacing of that is all over the place. Like, yeah, like I know it's got a longer runtime, but you feel every minute of it. Black Widow felt nice and tight. It felt like mm-hmm. in out movie done. Good times are had by all. I, I don't know. Yeah, it did like, it, yeah, as I said, like there's, there's not many things that like kind of overstay its welcome. It, it kind of just it keeps rolling. As I was said, I did not feel the time on this movie. Like before I oh. knew it, we were in the third act like finale. I was just exactly. like, oh, oh, fuck. It's- you know? It's really it's consistent. It's quality and it's consistent. Yeah, you yeah. Know, um, but yeah, it, everything everyone survives more or less, which is weird. I thought they were all gonna die. I'll be real. I was like, they don't turn up in the <laughs> final battle in Endgame. They could kill some of these characters off. I mean, they they have killed some of them off. They chucked one off a cliff at one point. Yes. Sorry, d- didn't chuck off a cliff. She had her suicide contest with Hawkeye, obviously. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, fucking, and then they all just get away. And she dyes yeah. her hair and she's off to do Infinity War or whatever. And you know what makes her death even sadder? She does, does have a family out there, not just the Avengers. She just she gives it all up to save the world kind of thing. You know, you're like, oh. oh. See, oh. that's the thing. Now, can you imagine if Ant-Man and the Wasp came out, then this movie, and yeah. then we went into Endgame? Yeah, yeah. I would be like, I would be an emotional wreck. Imagine the post-credit scenes of Endgame being the post-credit scene from this movie. Yeah. Like, it would have been perfect, right? I feel like that would have flowed so damn well. I don't know. Uh, I I know this... 
I know this is kind of like putting context on on some like on on something previous, you know. But it, yeah. like, I, you know, maybe her, maybe this little her little pseudo family here, maybe they got snapped, and that's why she was so willing to yeet herself over the cliff. You know, <laughs> she's like, I want my family back. Oh, um, fucking yeah. I hope all of them make reappearances, and judging off that post-credit scene, so, they definitely will. I, think. I hope so. Like, like definitely Yelena and like Alexi. Like, uh, those, yeah, those I'd say two they're. I, like. I think David Harbour. I think they're really. I think. Yeah. He's. I think he's going to be in like a Captain America movie. Actually, that, that brings me to the next segment. Where do you think this is? This work. How do you think this moves on the story of the MCU? How do you think this like adds slash moves it forward? I guess. I think we will brings up the the thing of like more black widows, so we could get Yelena in as our replacement widow now. You know. Yeah, because um, like Marvel are kind of like cycling through their Avengers more or less while they're building yeah. new squad. So like we've had this we've had this crew going for over ten years now. I think it's time to get some new blood in. You know, yeah, like, and they I, I kind of cap- like the way they're doing it. You know. They have a new Captain America. They have a new major sorcerer. Now they have a new Black Widow. Like you can. You could slowly start switching them through more or less, which is pretty sick. And I know I 100% agree with you. Same way that like, if the Eternals works out, they probably will only make one more Guardians of the Galaxy movie and then like have the Eternals be our space people instead. Just because like, like I assume Chris Pratt's getting real pricey now because he's like so good. Um, yeah, but like even just like hell, even with like the Red Guardian and stuff, he could yeah. be your replacement for like older Captain America because like now even old old Steve Rogers is probably too old to do Captain America stuff. But like oh, yeah. you know, you need you need a weird kind of mentor character. Mm-hmm. We got David Harbor. <laughs> oh, f- I'd love to see him go up against like the Winter Soldier or like fucking yeah, yeah, like Sam Wilson Cap. That'd be amazing. Or put yeah. him up against John Walker. Oh. You know, I definitely, I think he's going to come back in one of those. I feel like... Ah, oh, you decapitated man. I... <laughs> Good job. <laughs> ah, I see you are decapitation America. Nice to meet you, Red Guardian. <laughs> yeah, no, um... I have heard lots. Uh... <laughs> uh, but fucking, should we, should we talk? About... I'm, I'm loving the fact that this is so separate from everything as well, though. Like, I love yeah. it's its own thing. It's its own little, like, put away as thing. It... Like As I said, it sorry, doesn't it doesn't kind of really heavily impact the the rest of the MCU, which we knew when we were going in because of course they had to try and keep it the self-contained thing because it takes yeah. place before Infinity War. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm happy but, there's no like Infinity Stones or like fucking here's Kang the Conqueror or any of that. It, it's nice yeah, to just like and it here, it works as self- its own self self-contained thing, you know? I actually think apart from like the big Avengers movies. I think the more self-contained stories are normally the better films. Like, Mm-mm. how do I put that? Like, Guardians of the Galaxy, for example. I think those two movies are fantastic because they're almost completely detached from the Infinity Stones on Earth. Like, they are, yeah. they are really far away from all of that. And it makes it way cooler when they do turn up and shit then. Because you're like, oh, wow. Same with Loki. Well, maybe not Loki. is probably a bad example because it's based on yeah. all stuff. But, like, fucking even Winter Soldier is so far removed from everything it feels kind of nice i i don't know like there's no infinity stones there's no thanos in it sure like the the first guardians is where we get the mention of the first mention of infinity stones so i think it, it was kind of before you know infinity stones were just the 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 big things you know yeah and but it's, it just was the self-contained guardians adventure which 100%. you know like 
not every movie has to be, and this is the setup for this and this and this, and mm-hmm. we gotta hit this one. When it's just like, hey, this is just like Ant Man and the Wasp, for example. Pretty yeah. okay movie, but it, it feels like it's just there so you have the time travel thing for the next movie. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That is the only reason it's done and made. Same with, and as much as I love Spider Man Far From Home, not, yeah, Far From Home, I feel like it's only there to be like, oh, this is how Spider-Man's going to be able to lead the Avengers and be the next tech guy on the Avengers and all that kind of stuff. So it's just mm. nice that this is just just a one-off story. She dies yeah. at the end. more. Well, she doesn't die at the end, but you, we know she's dead. So, like, don't get too attached kind of thing. I, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, speaking of moving the universe on, though, do you want to explain to the audience the post credit scene? Yeah. So um, there's... Is it? Yeah, there's only a post credit scene. We don't get. I know there's like a thing of having two scenes, but we only get one in this, I, this one. I think we only get one. Yeah, like no one's reported a second one, so I assume it is yeah. this one. So like, it is. It is only one. the one. See, it's because uh, if you listen to the show, I'm ninety five percent certain we talked about this at one point. I think we talked about it when we talked about Falcon in the Winter, like the rumor for this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we talked about it. So what what happens before before I keep talking? So we, we find out that N- N- this takes place after the events of, of Endgame, basically. And uh, we find out Natasha g- got an actual grave, not no. just a bench heated <laughs> into, into uh, a lake. When the, when the Hulk threw that one bench, isn't that enough? He threw it really far. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Uh, um, yeah, so and uh, there's like tons of flowers and stuff there and we see Yelena is here visiting and she has a dog which is oh. a very important thing if you watch the movie <laughs> um, and uh yeah she's she's uh, she's standing at the grave and then fucking uh the character of Val which if anyone's watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier she shows up in that a couple of times and basically recruits uh, John Walker as U.S. agent into yeah. some kind of unknown super team that's at the moment. And we then we in, speculate it could be the Thunderbolts, but I'm feeling I'm feeling Thunderbolts more and more because she rocks yeah. up in this, and the implication is that Elena works for her. She's yeah. like she's talking about vacation days and wanting a raise and all that. Yeah. So like she's probably the one who picks her targets for her now. Mm-hmm. And Rihanna, she gives her her next target. And can you can you tell us who that target is? Who is? It is the best Avenger, the one that holds the team together, the glue of the Avengers. It's motherfucking Hawkeye. Motherfucking um, Hawkeye. Pew, 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 pew. Motherfucking Hawkeye. Woo! I'm so su- I was so surprised he didn't turn up in this. I obviously we yeah. hear his voice and we see him on a screen, but he never like turns. And I'm I'm happy he's not in it because Again, it makes this reveal Black at the Widow's end movie, so much you know? better. But yeah, it makes the reveal like 10 times better. It's him in full Ronin gear standing over some bodies. And she's just like, maybe you can finally kill them. The, take out the man who killed your sister. And you're just like, oh, cut to black. Like, oh, that so got good. me. That's so fucking cool. Which I'm begs so the question. Do you think that is the setup for the Hawkeye series? I definitely think I don't know if that's the full story for the Hawkeye series, but it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if like that's a subplot of him being hunted by a Black Widow, because that yeah, is yeah. fucking. It would make sense why he'd go on the run and he'd like get Kate Bishop to help him and all that, but like it's just so yeah. cool to imagine a movie where Hawkeye is on the run being hunted by a Black Widow, and because he was the only one on Voromir except for the floaty red man, 
I don't think anyone's gonna believe the fact that nah nah she just she just jumped over the cliff. I was gonna do it, but then she <laughs> said she'd do it, and then I was gonna do it, and then she did it. So you know it was it was whatever. I don't think anyone's gonna believe that story. It's it, yeah, it does, yeah. It does kind of just sound like he chucked her over and felt bad afterwards. <laughs> like I if I was oh. on the Avengers, I'd be very sus to Hawkeye. I'm like, we know he's been killing people for five years. How do we know he didn't just kick her off the cliff 300 stuff? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, are are you excited to see Hawkeye fight a Black Widow? Yes, I'm so excited. I'm, oh, I'm genuinely hyped for it. Like it's the more I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be sick. I hope I hope she gets like a prop a full Black Widow costume again, like like the, the old timey black ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Also, speaking of costumes, and this is unrelated, but like, if you go back and watch Infinity War, she's wearing the vest. Yeah, that Elena gives her with all the pockets, which is so it's so Pop, cute. Papa Kevin playing 10 dimensional chess again, like, yeah, taking yeah. a thousand pieces away in a row, and they don't make a big deal out of it. And I love that. It's not yeah. like, oh, this was my sister's vest and she gave it to me because it has so many pockets and I love it and look how good it is. And I put a knife in it. It's not like the Steve yeah. Rogers, it's not the Steve Rogers book scenario, which we yes, talked to death yes. and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But yeah, um, overall, final thoughts. What would you say about this movie? Um, I enjoyed it. It's as I say, like, um, I think I really didn't not expect it to be like, ah, going which I feel like some people kind of walk into Marvel movies thinking that I you you should be you know trans transformed or blown away by it sometimes, and that leads to people being annoyed and stuff. But no. It's a solid Marvel movie. It's definitely, like, I would say definitely up on the, the higher tier of Marvel movies as well, you know? It's yeah. this good self-contained it, adventure. It it thrives um, from the fact that it is self-contained, that it is yeah. its own thing, that it's not, like, it's not Infinity Stones and Captain, who's going to be the next Captain America and, like, Thor is there. It's it's its own yeah. separate thing. It, it even looks different. Like, it's got, as we mentioned, beautiful cinematography, beautiful fucking, mm-hmm. like, beautiful vistas and it's not just like the gray and blue that we they normally go with it, it looks so good this movie yeah no uh, and like i i've i've enjoyed it and you know what it's it's a nice kind of send-off for black widow yeah i um, i hope it's not the last black widow movie we get i'll be honest i do yeah like there's a five-year time gap in there i hope we get some shit about her time like spent in between you know where yeah. she's like watching over the earth like that'd be amazing give me Give me a Black Widow movie two hours after the snap and like New York and Washington and everywhere is falling apart and fucking Black Widow's got to take that, the city by herself. That'd be sick. Like the purge, think, but with Black Widow. I like, yeah, I think I would like, if, I think uh, now I, I, they did it a little bit with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I think I, I hope doing a movie like this would kind of encourage Marvel that they can do more. I suppose retroactive movies where yes. you know like we're gone we're gone past that part in the timeline but we can go back and make another movie i, th- uh, I think they're smart enough to be like look we got a five-year gap that we can just chuck stuff into you could yeah. like you could do another two black widow movies and just set them in that timeline and that's why you could have fucking scarlett johansson in them just make sure she's wearing the blonde hair and the fucking jacket like exactly exactly that said i don't think she's gonna be our black widow anymore i think elena is gonna be our black widow going Elena, forward yeah I and think, I, I, 
I have no complaints. She's Not doing at all. a really good fucking job. Florence Pugh crushes in this. I like. I know. I've mentioned. I've said it so many times. But like, she is the highlight of this movie after Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she. I'd almost say she maybe like does better in Scarlett Johansson. Like, okay, she's, yeah. I fucking love her in this movie. I think she's great in this movie. Just a good yeah. movie. This might be. It's a bit of a bold claim, and I'd still have to have time to settle it. But it's one of, if not maybe my favorite solo film. It's one of the. Okay. It's up there. It's really, it's really up there. I really liked yeah. this movie. Like, yeah, I, it's. I went in with no expectations, and it blew me away. Like, yeah, it's it's high on my list now. Of course, you know, there's the whole, uh, you know, we say the post Marvel kind of amnesia bit thing where you're kind of yeah. like, ah. Oh, it's the best movie going, but like it, it's been a couple of days since we watched it and stuff. Yeah, so that's like, the thing. It it has been like I've seen it twice, and it's been a couple of yeah. days to like stop and think about it. But like, yeah, um, it is one of the best. And I think the reason I like it is it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. It's the same reason yes. I like Loki's because Loki doesn't feel like a Marvel show. It is a Marvel show, but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. This also, um, I think I'd imagine if I was one of the guys who made Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I would be shitting my pants right now because like. <laughs> Look at this show, and then look at that piece of crap. Like, yeah, holy yeah. shit! Obviously, Falcon and the Soldier not actually a piece of shit, but like, I mean, like, and compared you know to this, like, and I obviously, know it's like, uh, oh no, I was, I was just gonna say, and I, I like, I know we've been getting Marvel content uh throughout this year anyway, with like you know, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, and stuff. Uh, but no, this is a this is like it's such a nice return to the the cinematic format as well. Yes, uh, um, this 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 makes it clear why certain stories need to be movies and not just shows. Yes, I was thinking about it. Maybe Falcon and Winter Soldier would have worked better as a movie. Yeah, because I I don't think it would have suffered from the same pacing issue. Like WandaVision works by going long week to week, but something mm-hmm, like Black mm-hmm. Widow here, I don't think I think it's much better off having it as a movie than two and a half hours than having like a four or five hour series like yeah i think because like um i think there there was a whole thing of just like oh it'll just be like tv shows that you know marvel are going to do now you know maybe they won't bother with the movies but they like there's benefits and drawbacks to both formats and i think marvel are doing such a great job with like balancing both of them you know they're they're smart enough to know what stories need to be drawn out as series and what stories are better off as like two and a half hour big even in the case of falcon and the winter soldier i you know they they might have learned their lesson from that you know yeah because that's them taking a story that could be told in two and a half hours and telling it in five so it's like yeah and you feel it like you do yeah, feel yeah. it like black widow you don't feel it you don't feel mm-hmm. this like if we got a series of this i don't think i would have liked it half as much if we were watching this yeah, week to week like half an hour 40 minutes a week exactly but yeah overall i'd give it like probably a four three and a half maybe a four out of five mm-hmm. like it's it's a b plus it's as i said we've never given anything like a badish review but like it's definitely much stronger than like falcon and the winter soldier if if yeah you, if you had the same criticisms of that that I had, where it was like it was kind of slow moving and some of the action didn't feel great or like hit enough, this solves all of it. This feels yeah. punchy, it's fast, it's energetic, and it's just a good time. It's a good self-contained story. And it's like, a good time. Like I know, I know like we've been reviewing it and stuff, and we have our criticisms. Like every every movie's gonna have its flaws, you know? You're oh, never yeah, gonna yeah. get a perfect movie. I still I still um, think we could have used more villain in it. Like yeah. I think Taskmaster is one of the worst portrayed villains so far. But like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. there's some story stuff. Some CGI looks a little odd in places. Um, yeah, final stuff but like when they tried blowing up the jet and stuff i was just a bit like oh that looks a bit strange um, I, i've been i thinking about it i think it's when the camera does unusual movement yeah when when you do cgi if you do like an angle or like a movement that couldn't actually be captured on a camera the mind picks up on it straight away so mm-hmm. the, the part you're like oh that looks dodgy that's because there was a big explosion and then the camera flew inside the helicopter and followed your man's glasses as it happened yeah and i think, I think that's that, why i felt wonky right that's like i think there think there was some green screen stuff though i think it's usually if they had a close-up of the actor and it's yeah. you know very obviously they're against a green like a blue screen or a green screen background it oh. looks a little off i was i was but, uh, watching um this is unrelated just before we wrap i was watching mission impossible the other night the one with henry cavill and tom cruise and yeah. There's like a scene where there's a couple of them, they're like standing around a table talking and everyone's like up and they're moving and they're like, they're gesturing and all that. But Tom Cruise just stood in the one place. I was mm-hmm. like, the only reason that everyone else is walking around and he isn't is because he's definitely standing on a box. <laughs> I, my theory, if Tom Cruise's legs can't be seen, he's definitely on a box. Like he's definitely yeah. standing on a box because he's the same height as Henry Cavill. Like, this is bullshit. He's not the same uh, height as Henry Cavill. Like, that's so funny. But there was, oh. was there some dodgy, like, he's not, why is he not walking around? Probably on a box right now. But yeah, yeah no, yeah. Um, overall, good time. I think you should go see Black Widow. I recommend it. If you haven't seen all the Marvel stuff, if you're, like, fresh-ish into it, you could still watch it and enjoy it, no problem. Like, I understand we've spoiled all of it for you, but yeah. even then, go go watch, go it, watch it. Yeah. Marvel needs your money. They're, they're, they're not making enough. Oh, yeah, they, they're so they, poor. The poor Disney... Those poor underdogs at the Disney company aren't making enough money. You gotta yeah, go support yeah. them. And while you're at it, support us. Feel free to like, comment, and subscribe. I've been Jack. And I've been Rhiannon. Um, well, this has been yeah. a different episode. It's been a little little bonus episode. A little, a little yeah. bonus weekly episode. You're getting a Loki episode, and you're getting the Black Widow review. And, get, and getting the Black Widow episode. So, so yeah. And wait till we do the Clifford episode next week for the bonus episode. <laughs> it's gonna be great. You you know if you keep making that joke, we will actually have to do a Clifford episode. Oh you you do realize that? Oh, we could do an episode like, <laughs> what if Clifford joins the Avengers? I guess oh I don't God. know. What if would... yeah? What if you did like Clifford, but it it's like kind of uh, is it Devil Dinosaur or that even... would be sick. Yeah, no, I'd watch or that. Even like the the Velociraptor from the Runaways kind of thing. I thought um, you were gonna say the Velociraptor from Jurassic World, the one that's good <laughs> friends with Chris Pratt. You know that one sound Velociraptor. He's a sound lad. Like. Okay, thanks for listening, everyone. All right, thank you. Make sure you come back for the next one. We're gonna talk about the Loki finale next week. Bye. Yeah. It's Bye. gonna be wild.